This is a Federal News Network podcast. When the Biden administration issues its first budget proposal in the coming weeks, agencies will come prepared with performance data to justify how they're going to spend that money. But the Office of Management and Budget in the final days of the Trump administration laid out some of the challenges it faced in actually putting this data to use. For more on how the Biden administration hopes to get the most out of agency performance data, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the latest. And Jory, let's begin with what exactly OMB did tell agencies at the end of the Trump administration. Quick recap, OMB told agencies that they should still measure program performance data under the Government Performance and Results Act. That's an act that's been on the book since 1993. And it's worth clarifying that OMB issued this memo to clarify a memo that it issued in late December that had eliminated several sections of key federal management policy guidance, guidance that did pertain to GIPRA and the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act. Yes. So there's a statutory requirement to use data. And so you can't just simply by OMB policy not have it, correct? Yeah. Well, agencies were kind of left in the balance of they had no guidance on the books after that removal. And so they were unclear, especially with budget season coming up, knowing what they were really on the hook for. Again, speaking of the Trump administration, what did OMB tell agencies to do about measuring program performance? So in this latest memo from OMB and the one that I mentioned from December, OMB struck a tone that still there's a real imbalance between the volume of performance data that agencies produce and the lack of action that OMB and administrations prior have used to act on that data. And so in response to that, OMB directed agencies from here on to just focus on no more than two priority goals where they can make the biggest impact and focus exclusively on measuring progress in those areas. And did prior administrations, that is to say the Obama administration, have more than two? How did they use performance data back then? Well, they never specified the scope of it, but in asking around For people who follow these kinds of things, they did come up with a very notable example that in the first term of the Obama administration back in 2010, the White House wanted to look at cutting the Defense Department where it made sense. And they were looking at the Coast Guard. They were looking to cut their budget by about 3%. And again, under GIPRA, the Coast Guard came armed with this data and they said, Mr. President, you know, I understand if you want to cut this, but here is what that's going to mean in terms of personnel, in terms of fleet, in terms of readiness. The White House took that to heart. And so that speaks to the utility, at least, of this data, at least in one example here. I wonder if they told them what it would do in terms of drug interdictions that would not happen if you cut back on the Coast Guard. That could have had some influence also. That's a fair point as well. That's a big thing that the Coast Guard does. All right. And so now we have the Biden administration, its OMB and its guidance on performance. What are we learning so far? Well, as far as work that's still left unaccomplished, there's a federal program inventory that still needs to get done. OMB in this latest memo did say that it stood up a pilot to stand up this inventory and that they are still very much in the early stages of that. It's worth pointing out that we were talking about GIPRA and there was a Modernization Act from 2010, and that was a requirement from that GIPRA Modernization Act. So here we are more than 10 years later, and that federal inventory still hasn't been stood up. What do agencies say is the big challenge here to stand up a federal program inventory? I mean, somewhere there's a list of programs, right? I guess not. Well, I'm sure there's some bare bones version of it, but it's not nearly as fulsome as I think the Congress had in mind when they passed this legislation in the first place. The challenges here are twofold. One is just that there is no great definition of what a federal program is, and so it's very difficult to complete an inventory of them if you don't have that definition. 
The other challenge is scalability. It's an easier ask, relatively speaking, for the Small Business Administration or the Education Department. It's a much more challenging thing to ask of the VA that has hospitals across the country or the State Department or the Defense Department that has installations around the world to come up with that same inventory of programs. As far as those challenges, I spoke with Robert Shea, who's a former OMB associate director and now a principal at Grant Thornton. He says, for all these challenges, the Biden administration shouldn't underestimate the importance of standing up this inventory. If we're going to hold programs accountable for performance, we've got to know that they exist. Likewise, if Congress and the administration are going to create new programs to solve ongoing challenges, they ought to have a good sense of what's already out there and whether or not what's already out there is having an impact or whether they're working. And that's former OMB official Robert Shea. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Now, at this point, where are agencies in that pilot program to find those programs? Any progress so far? So at this point, agencies are generally in phase two, where they are still working with their OMB counterparts to identify these programs and shed a little bit more detail of where they are with coming up with an inventory from here on, they'll move into phase three through the rest of the year, where OMB will kind of publish the snapshot that they have currently on where agencies stand with fleshing out this inventory. And it'll kind of be a feedback of OMB saying, here's where we are with this, and agencies coming back and saying, well, here's what more we have. And it's worth pointing out that even more recently in 2019, Congress passed the Taxpayers' Right to Know Act, which also requires agencies to stand up this inventory of programs. So This is still very much on the minds of Congress, even in recent years. And is it possible, I wonder, to take the budget submissions from the Trump administration or any administration and work backwards through those to find the programs? Because aren't the dollars ultimately associated with programs? You know, that's a worthwhile place to start, at least, certainly if they're the ones that are asking for that kind of annual funding. But, of course, there are some smaller sub-agency programs throughout these agencies. So it's worth drilling down to those even further. Yeah. So they get back to that definitional problem. Well, this is a program that's a project. And if a project is part of a program, then the budget may not be separated out so clearly. Yeah. Therein lies the challenge, really. And of course, changes in administration always come in the weeks prior to when the prior administration would have released the budget request to Congress sometime. When is that? Early February. So instead, we're going to get a skinny budget. Do we have any sense of the timing on that coming from the Biden administration? Well, if past this prologue here, we'll expect it February, March timeline when we'll see that skinny budget roll out. And so that'll be a good example of where this program data will go to good use. And of course, that skinny budget might be joined by an equally skinny budget, which is about the same size as the federal budget. If this kind of stimulus bill that they're talking about, $1.9 trillion, gets passed, so the skinny may turn out to be quite fat. Yes. Well, the Pandemic Recovery Accountability Committee has pointed out the lack of good data that they have available from agencies to track that kind of spending. And so therein lies another use case for having good data to track performance. And Jack Spratt's wife leads and wins and still lives. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.